0: So in the long run, I think I'm going to go uh, with uh, with democracies. I think they uh, tend uh, to look messy, uh, but in the end, produce uh, superior results. My, go ahead, Will. All
1: right, well I, I know you have thoughts on this. Yeah, all I'd like to say is I'd stop the world to a melt with you.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I'll stop. Welcome to episode seven of the Daily Caller podcast. This is Vince Colonies. I'm joined again by Will Ron. Hey, Jamie Weinstein. Yo. And Taylor Bigler. Hello. Hey, Taylor. All right. So uh, let's let's run through this podcast because we have a Daily Caller Christmas party to go to tonight, uh, and that's very important. But so, for the
0: record, Will has already begun drinking, mm-hmm. uh, so that's why you might hear some slurring of the words and some racial epithets. More more so than usual. Hey. Uh, epithets. Epithets. I made it yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. epithet. Epitaph. He, he said slurring.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> epithets. Whatever. Idiot. <laughs> uh, so let's let's get started. Uh, I guess over the weekend or yesterday, in a, in a television interview with Charlie Rose, Jeff Immelt, who is the uh, CEO of General Electric and on the President's Jobs Council came out and said, hey, look, China, they're pretty great, you know. He said, quote, state-run communism may not be your cup of tea, but their government works. And what he was saying is, like, China's got, like, a really high growth rate. It's really great for business, and I love how uh, it works for me, General Electric. State, state-run communism works great. So naturally, a lot of the president's opponents are coming out and going, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second. This is the head of your jobs council it's talking about how great state-run communism is. What are you doing to this country? But well, I think this is just a misunderstanding of the way our system works. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I,
0: I, a, a, a authoritarian state uh, can, in the short term, look uh, look look like they're doing uh, acting and, and getting things done. But in the long term. Uh, they tend not to do very well. They have five-year year plans and ten-year plans uh, that, that turn out to uh, mis, uh, misappropriate uh, the, where the money should be spent and things go on. And all of a sudden, you have famines and, and people aren't doing so well. So in the long run, I think I'm going to go uh, with, uh, with democracies. I think they uh, tend uh, to look messy, uh, but in the end, produce uh, superior results. My, go ahead, Will. All right. Well, I know you have thoughts on this. Yeah, all I'd
2: like to say is I'd stop the world to melt with you. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> the uh, you know my read on this was you're welcome that one of the reasons he might say this as stupid as it sounds is that you know in terms of like a place where he can actually sell product China is like a really good place right now because they have a good growth rate and because they have a lot of money to throw out throw throw around and this is where a businessman like Jeffrey Immelt would want to be yeah and I mean you also have to understand
0: that yes China has a high growth rate uh you know who knows if it's as high as they say it is right. but it's certainly you know yeah. growing. Uh, but they're also starting from a very low base. When you have a very, very low base, it's easier to have high growth rates. So, uh, I mean, I think, I think Mexico still might have a higher per capita GDP than China. They're, they're not a particularly rich country at this point. Uh, uh, you know, when they announced that they have surpassed uh, Japan to become the second biggest economy. Well, Japan uh, is about 10, 10 times smaller than China. That, that, was, that also was the announcement of the news that they were 10 times poorer uh, than Japan at that point. Uh, so yes, they have they have a, a high growth rate, but they're also starting from extremely yeah. low base.
2: I mean optically this is just bad for the president. I mean you can't have one of your senior surrogates walk out and be like, Hey, state run communism, pretty good plan, <laughs> especially when so many of your opponents like and like just citizens who don't like the president already are thinking well, this is the direction he wants to take us in, state-run but, communism. Yeah, but there's, this is like the intellectual class. There's a lot of people uh,
0: uh, that, you know, like uh, uh, New York Times columnist Friedman, Thomas Friedman slipped my name for mine. He He, he said a similar statement a few years ago. Would not it nice to be China for a day? Yeah. Um, well, no, actually it wouldn't. It wouldn't be nice to be China for a day command economy has its advantages. I'd
1: point out that, uh, I mean, you know, we, we adopted a command-style economy to win World War II. As I'd a te- also, temporary advantages. Okay. Well, I would major... also like to, to point out, before we take this any further, that the Chinese government has a controlling stake in the Daily Caller. So if we could actually just kind of watch our words a little bit here. We, of course, love uh, the dear People's Republic uh, here at the Daily Caller and wish to imitate them.
0: Uh, mind you, the <laughs> Democratic Republic of China. That's a People's Republic. I'm going to call it the Democratic Republic. It's because you're stupid. (laughs) You could just call it the Democratic People's Republic of China.
1: No, like the DPRK, North Korea. But uh, but uh,
2: but in all seriousness, uh, kidding aside, we love China. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Will. Will is our state-run monitor, who's here to make sure that these broadcasts go well. Uh, I'm the commissar of this broadcast. Michigan is uh, a hotbed of union activity today as the state... Uh, and the state's governor are moving forward and and have, by this point, by the time you listen to this podcast, have moved forward on a right-to-work bill, which for those who are in favor of a right-to-work bill, they explain it as, well, we're giving union members uh, a chance, or people, excuse me, people a chance to, when they go to a company, that they don't have to be forced into the union. They don't have to be forced to pay dues. They can choose to opt out and not be a member of the union. Now, unions, of course, are up in arms about this because they think that this is an effort to destroy their power in the state. So which, which is it? How do you guys view it? And also, um, you know, let me, I'll get in a second to some of the some of the violence that's actually taking place outside the Capitol in Lansing.
0: Will's actually, you're in the hand model union, are you not?
1: I am, yes. So why don't, it you, comes with why the, you,
2: why don't you answer this one? Well,
1: it comes with a SAG card. It's actually pretty useful. But uh, I'll say right now I, I approve of the protesters and what's going on in Michigan because uh, as a newspaperman, uh, this has been kind of a slow news week, and a little physical <laughs> violence in the news. It's is never hurt anybody. It's kind of a boon for us. I mean, we're having uh, good traffic numbers on these stories. Straight to the point.
2: That's excellent. That's a that's like very Yeah, I mean, you know... And the Chinese will be very happy with that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the Chinese our economies are all interconnected, and uh, but I'm told by my superiors in the Central Committee that, yeah, they're okay with it. Yeah, well, I mean, if we're making money because we have something to cover,
2: that all, no. ultimately goes to their coffers. Yeah, it's, it goes just... Every dollar we make buys another bullet. So, a bunch of pro-union protesters outside of the uh, in, in outside the state capitol building in Lansing, Michigan, today um, actually tore down an Americans for Prosperity tent. And it wasn't because they were trying to help them pack it up at the end of the protest. They actually just hated AFP, and they wanted to tear this tent down. In the process, I guess there were, like, people in wheelchairs. I mean, it sounds pretty terrible. Like, every time I hear a retelling of this story from a conservative, it gets worse and worse. But there was, like, 15 people in wheelchairs and small children. Why were there crushes. 15 people with wheelchairs in an <laughs> AFP tent? That sounds like human
1: shield.
0: No, no, no. Okay, fine. There were two. There What's were two. AFP? Americans for Prosperity. What? The Koch brothers. The Tea yeah. Party. Well, I mean, I think it actually symbolically makes sense. Uh, you have a bunch of Americans who are not for prosperity taking down a tent uh, representing prosperity. Look, this a whole, tent representing <laughs> prosperity. That's what it means, <laughs> at least the name of it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so this, I mean, I mean, the whole idea <laughs> the that symbolism. like the, you're going to fight the idea. That you cannot choose to be in a union or not. It right. just seems outlandish okay, right. for someone to a union.
1: That just sounds a little bit cynical,
0: but all right. So, like, uh, I'm like a field organizer
1: for Americans for Prosperity. Uh, there's a big, do. there's a, big do. a big union it. protest going on. I don't know. Let's set up a tent in the middle of it and surround it with, like, Americans for Prosperity signs and just, like, see what happens, you know?
2: That's or, a good question. I mean, I don't really know the skirt. I just don't it bet either. it. I mean, like so, it probably it, it not, in it say, it's not. It does As Jamie's it's it's about like, to say, it's like wearing,
0: a, like a, a girl wearing a short skirt. like, Is that, that what you're suggesting?
2: Wow. <laughs> it's it's not like that. No, Will's Will's blaming you. You know what's like that? Nothing.
0: <laughs> That's not true. It's the same logic what you're what you're portraying for the situation dumb comparison. It's not a dumb comparison. A dumb it's face. an apt comparison. You should apologize. Stop staring at my hand You should apologize. My immaculate hands. I apologize for him. That That's an outrageous
2: comparison. You should be ashamed.
0: <laughs> Everyone
2: in this room is drunk. Okay, so, so regardless of whether or not you think it was a smart idea, Will, to, to put a tent up in the middle of this protest and for America's prosperity, it doesn't, as Jamie rightly notes, excuse the behavior of the people that both tore it down. Uh, put some knives into it and actually tried to cut it up so they couldn't put the tent back up and also ended up punching self-described comedian Stephen Crowder yeah I know in the face this, this guy and I think we're going to hear a lot more about Crowder's experience in the days ahead so again but he uh, got he got pretty pretty well walloped this video that's going around he got yeah. d- he didn't get hit, did he get hit in the face I watched it I, he got decked in the back of the head pretty bad well like, he chipped a tooth oh, so, so I'm guessing that it, it, it came yeah. off of somebody's knuckle yeah there was yeah. a couple times Obviously. that Will... So, yeah, that sounds
0: worse for the guy's knuckle, frankly. There was a couple times that Will came in the office saying he was attacked by random vigilantes, only that we found out that he went in the bathroom earlier and beat himself up because <laughs> right. he was lonely and wanted That's, that's the
2: plot of the movie Fight Club. <laughs> but... But in reality, though, there is, unlike Will, there is video of Stephen Crowder getting pummeled by what appears to be a pretty big union, I'd say, thug in this case. Okay, isn't it sort of a problem, though, that, like, all
1: right, and just take a step back from this. Uh, I'm looking at my Twitter feed, and, like, every conservative in the country right now is flipping out and whining,
2: yeah, they took down our tent.
1: Oh, they punched our Steven Crowder.
0: Yeah, fine. But here, the thing is that. I like, mean, do we lef- agree that left, this is this the is left? Only... The left complained about the Tea Party being violent without, like, actually any evidence of them ever being violent. Totally true. But on the other hand, it seems like. Totally the, true. You, oh, you know, have, have Occupy Wall Street Fair. You yeah, have, like, the unions, and they're actually claiming violence, and no one's showing it on MSNBC. I mean, that is mean, true. I mean, if this was the other way, it'd be, like, wall to wall coverage. It would be, true. like, no, no, zooming, like, lights
2: on MSNBC. It's totally true. In Zuccotti Park, they have, like, a rape tent to protect women from the other protesters that they're joining in the protest with. I don't know,
1: but do we need to hyperventilate and everything? Like, every time a protester gets, like, you know... Uh, Stupid. Pepper sprayed or something like that, and they go, it's like pepper spray, which, by the way, is delicious. Um, and... <laughs> yeah, hell. <hey-o. laughs> ah, oh, God, I'm just not... I'm off my game today. No, but there's, there's definitely a lot of... I have to Jamie's- from a truck. I got shellfish from a truck today, and I just a lot of regret. Yeah. I think
0: that's a euphemism for cocaine.
1: <laughs> I wish I had some cocaine. I I'd be, I'd be in better mood
2: right now. The uh you yeah, you heard me. Nobody likes to see nobody likes to see this whining, right? Well, you don't like to see yeah, whining, it just, it just from whining from either There's side. There's so much
1: whining in American but, culture. But I mean it used to be, you know, like, you know, the unions and the Pinkertons, they would go like 300 people would die. And then everybody would just kind of shrug because we were a tougher company. I think you're thinking of the movie three hundred. We were in
0: the three three hundred.
2: You were just whining about your your self inflicted shellfish. No, because incident. one is
1: serious. All right. <laughs> one is one for, for one, one thing.
2: Affects me. So let's let's okay. keep our priorities okay. straight here. So if you were in Steven Crowder's position today and you had received a fistful of union to mm-hmm. the face. Yeah. What would your reaction be right now? I'd probably be looking for you know I, I'm not even gonna <laughs> okay good uh, so at any rate um, I, but I, I just want to return to Jamie's point for a second I think it's a good one It's like it's just pointing out sort of like the the, the double the double narrative here the, the media hypocrisy the way that these stories are dealt with I mean truly MSNBC and this is this goes for mainstream networks across the board are not interested in covering Jamie's canvas. like it's it's like it's like they're so they're they hyperventilate about a the possibility. They hyperventilate about the possibility that the Tea Party is in any way remotely agitated. But in this case, no, not so much.
0: Can I answer Will's question, the question you asked, Will? What you would you do in that situation? Right, yeah. <clears throat> well, I, have you ever seen the movie uh, X-Men? I have seen it. Well, there's a, character, there's a character named Wolverine. Uh, and I haven't told people this, but I'm kind of like Wolverine. I have uh, things that come out of my arms. So mm-hmm. if I was in that situation, I probably, I probably would have done that. So uh, it's a good joke. Thank
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of fairy tales. Will was
0: sincere, for the record. He was not being sarcastic. And no, being it was angry. very. It was,
1: it was compact. It was easy to follow. Speaking,
2: <laughs> speaking of fairy tales, uh, the, a new poll out this week from the, the demons over at Public Policy Polling. It says that most people in this country believe in Santa Claus. And they also believe that He's a Democrat. Was this a poll done of of four year olds? People? Well, you know, we have no, 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 one, no, We have a lot of children who listen
1: can to this we, podcast. I this like is, to think is, this, is this this, this is, podcast is for the children. No, so it's let's explicit.
2: not. It's highly explicit. All right. Like, well, in I that case, say yeah. Something. Yeah. I, they, everyone needs to know the truth.
0: Yeah. Say it. 9 is an inside job. Is that what you meant <laughs> <about> to say? Because <laughs> I I find that offensive. <laughs> I think it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Bigler. All right. This is
1: this is Taylor's last time on the podcast. And on behalf of the entire Daily We did Congress, not know I this. Apologize. We apologize for this. I was
2: this. going to say that President Obama is actually a lizard.
0: Well, that's true. That's, that's a true, true statement. We revealed that in And you look. can buy that
1: in The Lizard King by Will Ron and Jamie Weinstein. By Jamie Weinstein and Will Ron. Will Ron Jamie Weinstein's alphabetical. And I wrote more of it. And only the good parts. And uh, if you can get that wherever e-books are sold.
0: You can, but if you look yeah. at the cover, you will see it's Jamie Weinstein and Leran, just for the record. Yeah, well, <laughs> how much a- does that cost you? We- <laughs>
2: Gentlemen, to your corners. Can I please uh, talk about how most people believe in Santa?
0: Um, no, yes. In
2: that... that uh, I think also, that, Santa's not real. Yeah, no, I,
0: He is real. And I think this was actually the argument of Mitt Romney, right? That, that Santa's you know, that, real? Like, no, that's why yes, he lost the election. That's why he lost the election. He was going around arguing during the debates that Santa Claus was real and, and a lot of people didn't think it was true. No, but that he was saying that the reason that he lost is because Obama... <laughs> but, Obama that's what
2: the liberal media, they were always getting mad at him because of his grasp of facts. It no, wasn't very good. No, no but, I mean, but,
0: but no Santa Claus. But he was basically saying the reason he lost is that Obama was Santa Claus, a Democrat, <laughs> yeah. and he was giving out presents to people. So basically, You're America... America I'm disagreed. agreed. Boom! <laughs> First of all, this Let's, is, let me just these go are to these numbers. PPP. All right, I'll just say the caution. This is a robo
1: poll. I think I, I doubt fifty-two percent of Americans actually believe in Santa Claus. But for the children listening, I do want to say there is no Santa Claus. You were adopted, and your dad's drunk. Okay, anyway, Anyway,
0: wait, wait, no, wait, no, one second. second. You were just denying a poll. Are you are you a poll denier? We we've seen what happened last time. People denied polls. Yeah. PPP was actually the most accurate poll of the last election. That cycle. doesn't sound right. It was. Are you serious? PPP 100%. was the yes, number one most accurate poll. Of last when
1: I was election. at NBC, we didn't even use them. Well, that just goes to show you (laughs) what MSNBC is. I hope that wasn't like some internal corporate secret. Also, like,
2: they're they're Democratic polls. Mm. Anyway. Um, So, the point of all of this is that most Americans believe in Santa, and these are, as Will noted when he edited this piece and placed it on our website, these are (laughs) about what you'd expect. I edited this?
1: my God, this is terrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> About what you'd expect. Anyway, it's available on dailycaller.com. If you want to impress your friends and show them that, you, that uh, a lot of people agree with you and also believe in Santa, um, send that article around. What is that? I didn't there's put a lot that of numbers in, in it. It might make you appear smart. Yes, there's many numbers in this. 500 registered voters, meaning they weren't four-year-olds, Taylor. They were all over the age of 18, presumably. Oh, you and uh, the majority of, of Americans believe in him. Um, additionally, 47% of respondents did say that there is a war on Christmas. What did non-Americans say? I don't think that they
0: polled. Well, let's just get an opinion here. Will, what, what, uh, what do you think of this? A what? What are we talking about? Okay, this podcast, I think, is... The war on Christmas? <laughs> All right, thanks. All right,
1: here, here's your thing about Santa Claus. Closing out on Santa Claus. If Santa Claus were real, I mean, I would say that's a, a horrible thing about, you know, this nation's ability to, you know, shoot down incoming aircraft. <laughs>
2: True. Although Norad does track... Santa's real and he deserves to die. Uh, at any rate, uh, on iTunes you can find us now many times. In the children section. No longer <laughs> <with laughs> after Will's last season. And share it with everyone. We're available now in the new and noteworthy section of the iTunes store. And we do have a five star comment to read from Davey26 who writes I love this podcast. The Daily Caller has started up a great thing with this show and they should keep at it.
1: Do we pay him to write that?
2: Many, many dollars. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Many, many cents. (laughs) The Chinese are listening. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Davey. All right. That's about all the time we have. That's not true, but that's about where we're going to end. Thanks a lot. Episode 8 tomorrow. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone.